This is Always Advancing with your host, Josh Sanchez, the podcast created for multidimensional individuals, those that are looking to enhance their human experience and activate their state of self-actualization. Tune in each week for growth hacks and inspiring interviews to help you advance and actualize your full potential. I appreciate your attention and I'm grateful for your awareness. Let's go. Advancers, today we have a special guest. He is a multidimensional human being. He is a fitness influencer. He has a following of 400,000 people on YouTube. He's growing Instagram following right now. And he is also a lifestyle entrepreneur, has a product that he invented. He also was on Kickstarter, had a successful Kickstarter campaign. The one and only Austin Dunham. What's up, What's Austin? Up? I appreciate you coming on, man. Thanks for taking the time out today. Yeah, thanks for having me, Josh. For, for the listeners, man, like this is literally, it's taken us, it's taken me, I've been having technical difficulties, man. It's taken me now, this is the the second call we had to do because I just dropped the ball. I, I don't know what's going on with my laptops or with my uh, technology, but this is the first webcam interview that, that I'm doing. I wanted to be in person solely and, and be known for that, but uh, due to time constraints, I can't. So it, it lucked out as far as conveniences outweighed for me. So Austin, beyond the athlete, man, like, you know, obviously beyond the body, beyond the aesthetics, beyond the the movement that you're building right now, I love the uh, the sauce squad. You branded your, uh, you branded <laughs> yeah. your following, man. That's really cool. What uh, What's your story, man? Let's dive into that. So my story started kind of differently. So as a kid, I, I was the really skinny kid, so like 106 pounds in high school. I would wear like hoodies and stuff to cover up how skinny my arms were. Wait, hold on, hold on. 106 pounds in high school. What do you mean? Like senior year, you weighed 106 pounds? No, like freshman and sophomore year. Oh, okay, gotcha. Senior year, I was, I was like a good 130. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I, was, okay. I was like super skinny, right? Uh-huh. Um, and even before that, going into the YouTube part, um, I would play video games, flash games on the computer, one being called Stick, Stick Arena, and even uh, like a kitty game, Club Penguin, if you ever heard of it. No. And yeah, I would, I would make YouTube videos about it when I was like 13, had a YouTube channel. That's where I learned like video editing and all that. And then um, that channel got shut down, and I was off YouTube for a while. And my senior year of high school, I was bored on some type of break during school, mm-hmm. and I started making technology videos because i saw this guy named mkbhd on youtube and i liked his style of video how he talked about tech thingies and that's what i thought i wanted to do so i started making videos just of random stuff like this mouse i'm using like i'm reviewing it and then um i quit that too so so you're a tech reviewer you're like check out this this audio technica like and then you review it yeah yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, that's actually the channel I have now. So if you go back to my oldest videos, you you will see those videos that I posted. Um, they did pretty well too, actually, but it wasn't my passion. I realized, and then I got into college. I joined the Air Force ROTC program, which is a program that uh, commissions you as an officer, a second lieutenant in the Air Force after you graduate college. So that's what I wanted to do at the time, and so. Uh, going in my freshman year of college, I joined it, and we had physical fitness tests about uh, twice a year. 
my first one I didn't do so hot on and uh, we had PT three times a week physical training in the morning mm-hmm. and I remember it being a struggle for me so I went on Google searching for how to get better at push-ups how to do more pull-ups stuff like that and then I like after searching for that I came across YouTube videos of guys doing like muscle-ups and all the cool calisthenics of handstands all that stuff yeah. and I was like Yo, I never even known knew that this existed. Like I only see people in the gym. I didn't I never seen somebody do a muscle up in my life before. And I was like, I wanna learn how to do that since nobody else is doing it. So I I researched it for like ever. And then I was like, September first, twenty fourteen, I have my program written out and I'm gonna start doing it. I'm gonna learn it. So fast forward four months four months after that, um, I went back to YouTube like my video editing skills and my I just always love to share what I'm doing like throughout the years and I made a transformation video or a progress video of my four months calisthenics progress Mm -hmm. like just showing what I've learned in four months from calisthenics all that stuff and that video did did really well and I gained a new audience from that and people were starting to ask hey can you make a video about your diet or your leg workout or how did you learn this so fast make a tutorial I was like okay now I got something I think I'm passionate about and I'll start making YouTube videos around it. So started making YouTube videos uh, like once a week, once a month. I wasn't very consistent at first, but then slowly, slowly over time, it evolved to where it is now. I gained a uh, bigger following. I got even better results with my training and started sharing more, started making connections in the industry. And that's, that's pretty much it. And took off from there. So what, uh, what would you attribute the motivation, the body weight, uh, calisthenics versus, you know, the, the average gym workouts, the Joe bro workouts, like what, what motivates you to stay consistent? So like whenever I get into something, I get very, very passionate about it. And I, I learn everything there is to learn about it. Like I'll be on Google researching things for hours and I'll read all the books about it, everything. And, um, and that's what I did with bodyweight training. So what motivated me was that one, nobody was doing it, like go in the gym, do a handstand push up on the wall. People freak out because nobody else can do it. And, um, also within the air force RTC program, I end up getting really, really high on my PT test after training calisthenics. So I just, I just stuck with it. And in calisthenics, you kind of unlock certain skills or moves. Like I unlocked a handstand. Now the next level, one arm pull up, next level, weighted muscle like and so I always had something to look forward to and progress to. So I like that context. You you kind of contextualize that to gaming, right? Like I'm mm-hmm. on the level. That's cool. What yeah. um that that zest, that fire, that passion of diving, I call it ca- passionate curiosity of being able to dive into a subject and just fully immerse yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. where do you think that stems from? I've always been like that. I don't I don't know. Uh What's the word? Um, obsessed. I get obsessed with things like not with people though. Like people think I get. Obsessed. I don't get obsessed with people, but more like subjects or anything I'm learning or hobbies. I remember when I was a kid, um, I had short hair, and if you ever seen the waves in people's hair, like what? Like I was obsessed with trying to get waves, and I learned everything about. It. I brushed my hair to my arm, fell off like four hours a day, yeah. and and all that stuff so do you think you got that from one of your parents no i think it's just like a genetic mutation 
<laughs> with me. Hey, like I'm nobody. telling you, that could be a thing. Yeah, that's that's yeah. an absolute fact. Like truth, they're saying there's genetic variants of people who are just you know who uh, Gary Vaynerchuk is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, that, yeah. that dude definitely has some sort of genetic predisposition to just keep going. And just go, mm-hmm. go without yeah. being on cocaine or whatever. So, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, that's cool, brother. So let yeah. me ask you this. This is yerba mate, by the way. It's a type of tea from uh, South America. So it's not like, it kind of looks like that. bud. A little oh, bit. Yeah. Like, I didn't even realize. <laughs> but uh, I, 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 this is my go-to, man. So you got in the fitness world, You the idea of the attention that calisthenics brought, right? Mm-hmm. Then unlocking. And then also you saw how focusing on these body weight movements made you better on PT tests. Mm-hmm. Do It doesn't sound like, I mean, did, have you, did you play sports growing up at all? Or were you the game? Um, when I was like 10, 11, I played football, but in the fracture of my collarbone. So I stopped. Um, I tried to play bas- basketball, but I wasn't that good, honestly. Uh, so I, I was in band in high school. Honestly, I was I was the guy in band on the field. Well, this is the best content. You know why this is so good? Is because you were a gamer, you are a band, like you were in the band, and now you're mm-hmm. like this fitness influencer. That's, yeah. like, that's like the rags <laughs> to riches in the fitness world, right? Exactly. <laughs> that's yeah. so sick. And so you, you, like you share this story consistently on your YouTube channel and everything? Uh, not too consistently. Like if people ask, I might bring it up, but mm-hmm. I haven't brought up this full story story at all really so no excuses like you're anyone that's like i can't do it austin i just don't have i wasn't in sports growing up like i'm not you know coordinated enough you Mm -hmm. actually you actually have a uh like a course right that people could take to like beginners Mm -hmm. Uh, with calisthenics Uh, it's called the bodyweight body better you can um, find it at the body bodyweight bodybitter.com or workout80.com which is my main full site and this is specifically for beginners to focus on those bodyweight movements, mastering the yeah. handstand, the planche. Yeah, uh, it's, it's more building muscle with bodyweight training and everything I've learned uh, to progress as fast as possible within calisthenics. But I also teach how to implement skill training because there's two sets. So there's skill training, then there's reps and sets. One is uh, neuromuscular adaptation. One is building muscle. So I teach how to combine both um, to get the best results in the program. So, yeah. What do you mean by neuromuscular adaptation? Can we dive a little bit more? Yeah. So that means basically your body, uh, after doing a movement for so long, your body gets adapted to it. And that's that's how you learn the skill. Like you get stronger within your tendons, your joints. It's more than just building muscle mass. Right. So if you get into a handstand a thousand times, Eventually, you're going to learn the handstand just because your fingers get used to how to balance yourself. Your arms know how to um, lock out like you realize being upside down isn't so bad. So that's what neuromuscular adaptation is. Everything within your your body is joints, the tissue even, just adapting to the stress placed upon it again and again and again and again until you're able to do it. That's cool. So it's, it just becomes uh, nuanced and it's, it's kind of hardwired mm-hmm. eventually. Yeah. So for me with handstands, like I've, I've been doing handstands for years now and incorporating in my workout. You know, I've, I've never really tried to like when somebody's like, how do I do it? I generally like will say, go look on, on YouTube because I, it, it's so <laughs> easy for me to pick up at the beginning. Right. But yeah. it's really like you're like, uh, go on a wall, like teeter mm-hmm. back and forth. I know Thenx has a really good content on that. Um, obviously breaking it down and, and uh, systematically kind of pri- like prioritizing that on how to do it. But I, it's mm-hmm. just so second nature to me. It's just like, I, I don't, I don't know. I just go up yeah. and down, man. Like, you know, that's some, cool. some people just like 
just plop upside down. They got it within a few tries, you know. But other people, they really have to work towards and progress to that level. Yeah, and you're right. Like, the attention factor is absolutely true, man. You mm-hmm. you can just go. I think I just see, saw a recent YouTube video. You were like, yeah, just go on the wall and do a handstand. And be, the fact that you're upside down is just going to blow people's mind. They're like, that's yeah. out of the ordinary, right? Just like mm-hmm. being ubiquitous to, like, the same shit ever, yeah. over and over. So I'm, I love bodyweight stuff. Um, I, I do want to ask you, though, like, what are some of your core values? This fitness influencer, I, the reason that I brought you on and actually, you know, wanted you to come on the podcast is not just because you're a fitness influencer, is because I see you are a multidimensional person. You're an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. you're a fitness influencer, you're a gamer, you're, you know, you're in the band. I can't just be like, hey, this is Austin, and I can't compartmentalize you into this box. You grew up doing sports. And then, mm-hmm. you know, this was the natural transition and you were super competitive. It's, or you're your own pastor. Yeah. That's why I'm really curious on really dissecting your state of mind, your, your being in general. So what would you say are your core values? Um, so this one kind of theory I talked about in one of my YouTube videos, and I, it kind of explained to that obsession thing I talked about. And I kind of put it in a, a systematic way of thinking, and I call it the cop theory. One, uh, consistency. So whenever I learn something, like maintaining consistent with it is huge, obviously. Um, two, obsession. So if you're passionate about something, you stay consistent with it and you need to get obsessed with it, like learn everything about it. And P, progression. So COP, progression, progression being that uh, you always look forward to the next step on how you can get better at whatever you're doing. And I feel like following those steps and YouTube, business, um, calisthenics, like everything, um, that's how I've slowly built my way up. And I kind of do it without without thinking because it's like hardwired into into me. But I tell other people that and um, they've been following it like hashtag cop theory on Instagram and all that stuff. So. Awesome stuff. So consistency, obsession, stay obsessed and then progress. Mm-hmm. Consistency, mm-hmm. obsession, progression. So that's mm-hmm. kind of your motivating uh, acronym for you to kind of explain and express that to other people. Keeps you going. Essentially, like, what what's your why? Well, my why is just simply helping people. Like, when you realize how many people you've helped or how impactful you are, and, and like, even a sentence, like just an Instagram post can impact, like, thousands of people They'll save it. They'll be motivated by it. That's what keeps me going. That's what inspires me. In regards to the core values within myself, um, just simply staying true to yourself, like not being fake, obviously. Yeah. Also, in the well, Air Force, they have a few core values. One that I've learned, and that's actually very important, is just integrity, um, being honest. We kind of phrase it like, do what you would do if other people weren't looking type deal. Yeah. Exactly. No, that's how that, we kind of described it. That falls into, for me, I had a uh, interview with, he's the mental conditioning coach for the Boston Red Sox and the Cleveland Browns. And he basically said that he's like, you know, if you're able to gain clarity on your why and your purpose, kind of like you have, it allows you mm-hmm. to stay consistent, right? Because mm-hmm. if you don't know why you're doing it, it when things get harder, you're going to stop. So what, exactly. what separates, he has 150 professional athletes that he's, basically coaches he's like Mm -hmm. what separates a pro mindset from the average mindset is that they are able to differentiate like this is why i do it and and they know their purpose yeah a lot of where a lot of people go wrong is 
they have that shiny object syndrome where they're like, oh, that's cool, or that's really cool, or that, you know, the body weight movements is cool because people get attention, and I want to get attention, but it's just like, why are you doing it? You know, why are you gonna, why are you gonna stay consistent? How are you gonna stay obsessed? And and then eventually, what's your what's your path and what are your goals to progress? And so, exactly. um, as far as the, the Air Force, you are currently in the Air Force, right? Remember, I was in the ROTC program, but I'm not anymore as a few months ago because I decided I wanted to take my YouTube and my business like full throttle after I graduate instead of having to commission to the Air Force. So you you are on R, uh, you're in the ROTC now. You are you're still in college though, right? Yeah, one more semester left. So with that being said, you're taking this full time. So you're you're there's always that road. I feel like with a fork in the road with people who start gaining as much attention and as much influence as you are gaining. And so mm -hmm. you're deciding, am I, am I going full force into this or am I going to continue, you know, uh, just doing this as a side thing. And you've decided you're going full force onto the YouTube, building your social media following, going a hundred on the AD workout, like brand and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So how does one, cause I, I've never had this happen, but I've had people very close to me, uh, build followings close to a million on YouTube. Like mm -hmm. very close to me. Like, and yeah. what I've noticed is that they get very big headed very easily. I, it's, it, mm -hmm. you go start getting very egocentric, but just to be completely transparent, advancers, I don't feel that with you. So Austin, mm -hmm. you know, not to get sappy or anything, or I think you are really embodying what your core values are service, helping others. Just the fact that you came on the podcast for this interview kind of shows that. You know, mm -hmm. you're you're just wanting to reach as many people as possible. So I, I do want to say thank you again for that. But you're really embodying that. But I want to ask you, because I think you are a rare breed. Mm -hmm. How do you stay humble? How do you stay grounded? Yeah. Um, so I don't like to think of myself as better than anybody else. And being around, well, I'm in a, a college environment, you know, so um just coming off that way, it just is unattractive, in my opinion. But also hanging around people who are better than you or learning from people who are, quote unquote, better than you or doing it bigger than you. And that'll show like how much more you have or myself has to go. So I think about that as like, you know, I haven't, I haven't quote unquote, made it yet, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still on my way. I'm still progressing to that level even when i get to that level it's like um you, you gotta realize who helped you along the way too and then one the people if it wasn't for the people your followers fans whatever um then you would be nothing so the people who helped you along the way such as you know family friends whatever so um wow. that's that's how you expressing that man just shows like you are you are gonna make it period. Like if no one's told you to your face, Hey, Austin, whatever your goals are, you're going to attain them, whether you need that or not, or you have like an innate, you know, drive that you just fucking know. Like I'm mm -hmm. here to tell you from everything that I've studied in entrepreneurship and business, being an entrepreneur for the last close to decade now, since I was 18, right. Co-founding my first business. Um, mm -hmm. if those people that believe in like the self-made idea, that shit's bullshit. That's just mm -hmm. showing you're a narcissist, narcissist. Because yeah. nobody's self-made, man. Nobody. There's oh, you're always being helped by somebody. Even if it's that that client that's like, yeah, I want your services. 
that's somebody else saying, I want to purchase what you have, you know, like, and the more you understand that, which you already get it. And you're, you're young, man, like that, like, how old are you? 22. You're 22 years old and you've already grasped this concept. Like you're humble. You, you, you're not even close to making it in your, in your, you know, your idea. And it's always going to be a moving target. So when you hit a million followers and you're, you're making six, seven figures, uh, in your business, then if you want to, you're moving that target to keep, continue growing. And that's that growth mindset, you know, yeah. so you have that as well. You're humble. You're grateful for, you know, the people in your circle and you understand that, look, I'm only here because of people who are giving me this attention. So that's dude, that's like a breath of fresh air. So hell yeah. Like I, I, I definitely yeah. picked the right person to jump on the podcast. <laughs> like innately it felt good, but now you're just kind of proving it. Transitioning into that as a role model, Austin, there's a lot of younger, you know, dude, even younger than 22 and even older dudes. Fuck it. You're a role model. It doesn't matter. What, mm-hmm. wh- how do you stay authentic to yourself? Cause I know that's a core value for you. You don't want to, you know, fake it to make it like you just want to be yourself and your personality mm-hmm. shows. How do you stay authentic through all the noise? Because I'm sure you have pressure of doing certain things that you don't want to do. Like, but how mm-hmm. have you said, maybe you haven't, maybe you have, but how would you say, you know, would you say you stayed authentic? It's really, it's really not that hard to be honest. Like, like I, I have a few friends that I follow and I'm not going to call any names, but like, you know, you know how people make like Instagram videos. You probably don't like flexing with money or uh, expensive clothes, like whatever that You're is. Talking like, about 90% of everybody. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> exactly. Like yeah. it's just, feel like it's just part of my personality not to do that so that's that's how it's it's pretty easy to me and I realized like how many people I have watching me too if you realize like that you're always being watched and you're influencing somebody and being an influencer then um you should take the responsibility of knowing that you know you have the impact to influence this this 10 year old watching my snapchat or or watch my um, YouTube videos. So it is really, it's not that hard um, to me. I'm really only gonna show what I really do or what really happened in a sense. Cool. So you're so. you're conscientious of another of other human beings. That's that's mm-hmm. that's dope, man. Like you you definitely have the attributes. I, I mean, unless you have some sort of sex scandal going on, like you're, you're good. Right? No, <laughs> unless you pull whatever that YouTuber or whatever his name is uh, went to Japan and got his shit shut down. Like, oh, it sounds like you're oh. going to make it. So yeah, that's really cool. Who are some of your role models, man? Are we talking overall role models or within the fitness industry? Man, type? whatever. Um, as always, I had a few people who I who I like their model and I, I kind of like what they've done and I respect that. Some like um, people in the fitness industry, I'm pretty sure you heard of uh, Christian Guzman. Uh, I like uh, Chris Jones. I like what he's done and kind of how he's always himself and he's still successful with just being completely himself. Um, but uh, I, I respect what everybody's doing, but I, I don't have, I, I never really had that one person who I just like, eyeball and like yo like i want to be just like you like i never had some i i admire people's skills and what they accomplished like yo that that's good and i kind of dissect what they did and learn from it but i don't really idolize anybody in a way yeah i viscerally relate with that man that's how i am too i'm mm-hmm. like 
that's I, I respect other people and I'm like, that's really badass and I'll acknowledge and honor them. But as far mm-hmm. as being like, oh, like, you know, like mm-hmm. worshiping the ground, like, no, that's not, that's, yeah. I'm not about that. I'm like, if you can get it, I can get it too. Yeah. As, exactly. as a, and do you have any advice for aspiring fitness influencers? Um, yeah. So first you got to establish what your passion is. So every, everybody has a six pack, everybody you know, does this, does that, like, you got to figure out a unique path that you can take uh, to show something different. And it could just simply be your personality. You could be like, this funny dude, outlandish, whatever. Um, And then you got to figure out, it's all about the platforms too. So like social media, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, figure out like what's your main focus and kind of stick stick to that. I feel like YouTube's the best way to grow a loyal following um, because it's a search engine, you can make videos where people type in and find you with Instagram. It's a, a bit different, but yeah, figure out your passion, um, be unique with it and, um, give value to people. That's a big part too. Like help people. If you just, just flexing all the time, then nobody's going to want to follow you. But if you, if you help people, then you kind of flex in there a little bit and, you know, so, so a nice little uh, a nice little balance with that. Yeah. Like obviously mm-hmm. knowing aesthetics and entertainment. Infotainment, yeah. right? Is exactly. Infotainment. Yeah. Hell yeah. What um I'll dive into that a little bit. how long did it take you till you started getting really comfortable with video editing and putting down the content on YouTube? I think media. This is obviously my personal opinion. I'm not a fucking guru, but in media I if people haven't really tracked Red Bull makes more money on their media than they do on their product. So mm-hmm. we're living in an age now where, like you said, everything's connected and every, it's the digital age, whatever you are, you're a media company. It doesn't matter yeah. if you're, if you make cups to, you know, hold Jerba Mata and they are a media company. They've got to put posts, pictures, like everything. So I think those are skill sets that everybody should have period. Mm-hmm. Like even if it's rough, it's still something that you should have if you're planning on going into business or becoming a fitness influencer or becoming a social media influencer or just doing really anything of note. Like you need people's attention, right? Anything you're doing, exactly. people need to know you're doing it. So jump on these social media platforms. Do you have any tips or advice for people on how to cut that learning curve of doing it? Or is it just a process of you just got to keep doing it? When I was like, I learned video editing when I was like 12, 13 years old, when I was doing those flash game YouTube edits. So that's where I learned it. Um, and if I can remember that far, because that was like 10 years ago, um, it was, I watched tutorials and it was just a learning curve, like just kind of, and seeing what everybody else is doing and kind of replicating it and put it into your own style. So find somebody similar to your brand and a successful brand and see what they're doing and, and kind of take notes from that and learn from that. Are there any like uh, platforms that you would say like editing software that you, you would advise? I use Adobe everything, but like, uh, I use Sony Vegas for the longest time. That's where I first learned when I was like 13. And then I started, I stopped using it last summer and now I use final cut pro 10 on my MacBook. But, um, final cut pro, 10 is really really good a lot of youtubers use that a lot of top level people use it um sony vegas is good if you have windows um but i know the two main things now are adobe premiere and final cut 
So, yeah. uh, but always, you can always start off with the basics such as, um, like iMovie or movie maker, just to understand like cutting, clipping and watch, watch YouTube tutorials. They help out a lot. So that's it. We're from. all visual, man. So it, mm-hmm. just jump on YouTube. I've learned so many things off of YouTube. And yeah. uh, if you don't have the discipline to sit down and do it, man, you haven't defined your why. And so that's a whole nother story. But, uh, this is always a fun question. I like asking this to my guests because it's like, so what would you say is your genius? What do you mean by genius? What skill, what philosophy, what message, what separates you from every other human being on this planet? So where somebody will say genius, they'll think of Einstein I'm talking about. Like what mm-hmm. separates you? What makes you different? Yeah, so what makes me different? I feel like, well, everybody's different in their own unique way given their personality. But for me personally, in regards to why people follow me and and stick with me is because I know a lot of people can one relate to me. Um, that's why I made the college gains type of vlogs. I know I have a lot of student uh, students and um, people who are learning in school who watch me, and I'm showing like, yo, this is this is kind of my lifestyle. I'm in school. Um, I'm working now. I'm doing this. I'm doing this business type deal, and people watch that and they get. They get inspired by it and they can relate to me um, personally. And um, another thing that makes me different is, is just kind of like, kind of my story, how how I went from literally like just if somebody would have asked, asked or told me in high school that I would be where I'm at today, like just fitness influencer doing all this crazy stuff, then you know I totally wouldn't believe them. Just the progression of myself and um, how I went from you know nothing to kind of kind of something so i mean there are there are a lot of things and another one being i just cal said a skill train the whole reason i got into this in the first place is because nobody else was doing it at least around here so that's another thing that set me apart from a lot of other fitness um channels is is the body weight training and learning how to do that so uh, i can write a, a list out to be honest but those are the first few things that come off of my head for me it's mm-hmm. really simple i'm passionately curious and I'm able to synthesize really complex ideas and simplify them mm-hmm. and express that almost like a teacher to a sense, right? And express that yeah. to people. And so that's why the natural progression of always advancing the podcast and the brand is all about personal development, right? Just getting mm-hmm. better and then finding your baseline and being able to grow from that. And I love the idea of being the best and excellence, but I also love the idea of expressing excellence every day through your actions, through your growth, through your learning, and, mm-hmm. and being just a, a big advocate on that, falling in love with that process because nobody's perfect, but you can give me perfect action, can put perfect or your 100% effort into everything you do. And in yeah. that process, even though we will always be, like we will never arrive. That's not a thing. You will never mm-hmm. arrive. And those who embody growth know that. Like when I hit this goal, it's, it's on to the next. What's and, next, yeah. And that's what makes life fucking interesting. Let's just address the elephant in the room. And I want to talk about your, uh, your most viewed YouTube video. <laughs> you guys can't see this right now, but this dude has a jawline of a Greek statue. <laughs> and uh, and, and he's, not, he's not happy with it. He keeps, he keeps working it out and training his jaw. Because what a lot of people don't know is we have muscles in our face and you can actually train that. And so he has before and after pictures and it actually works. And so let's Mm -hmm. talk about that, man. What do you do to get this Greek statue jawline that just every dude wants? 
<laughs> so um to be honest like i chew like a lot of gum like a lot of gum very very fast too you can ask anybody like i'll go through a, a pack in a day sometimes i stop myself from buying it um just that along with you know genetics do a play factor i must admit in regards to your your bone structure and all that but i have i've noticed i have very developed masseter masseter jaw muscles that's what they're called right masseter jaw muscles okay yeah masseter is the muscle right here in your jaw Mm -hmm. some people hate or love it but it's developed through like just a lot of gum chewing i use have you seen the jaw jaws are size ball yeah i saw you yeah i used that for a few months uh around this time last year um it's it's pretty good it's like a think of Hubba Bubba gum, the really thick gum, and like times three that. And if you stay consistent with that, you know, it works just like a big piece of gum essentially. But just just chewing a lot of gum and genetics and low body fat, all all that stuff, you know. What's your opinion on why that video? Like that's your that's your most viewed video. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. <laughs> why why do you think that is? Um, I think because like over the past few years, jawlines have gained popularity. Like it's people want it especially men they realize like these male models and these attractive people have nice jaw lines and that just exploded for how to have a nice jawline on google and youtube and um people people knew that even influencers like after me started making videos how to get a good jawline because they knew it would get views because everybody wants to know like in this day and age like it wasn't a big thing 10 years ago i don't think but now Everybody wants to have a nice jawline and look more attractive, you know. So your tip for that is chew a shit ton of gum and um, use that jaw, use that brand. I mean, you're not using them anymore, so it, did you not see? Uh, so it's it's hard to track. I used it for like a few months, but I would if somebody's using that solely, just think of it as chewing gum times like five, yeah, times five. So like you know, it could work. But that little body fat, uh, drinking a lot of water, and um, hope mom and dad gave you, you know, enough genetics in that department too. So. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so, as far as like, what what does your daily routine look like? What are <laughs> I'm gonna ask this because I know you're gonna flow. So, what's your daily routine look like? What are non-negotiables? Like, what what do you have to have every day? Oh, easy. Okay. So my daily routine. I'm usually in school most of the time. So First, I figure out whether or not I have class that day. So if I have class in the morning, get up, go to class. And then usually I have my whiteboard full of like a to-do list of stuff I have to do. In the back of my head, I always know that I have to either edit a YouTube video or think of a new one or film it or outline it, something regarding YouTube. And then on the back end, I have other stuff I have to do, such as um, edit this thing on the website uh, or... Um, or, you know, just little tasks that come here and there. Like recently, I've been working on blog posts for my website because I want to add more blogs to the website. Um, double dip bar stuff with the Kickstarter campaign. It's little minute tasks like that. But non-negotiables, one, workout. Like somewhere, sometime in the day, I have to do that regardless of what I'm doing. Um, two, daily postings on Instagram and Facebook. So, Every day for the past year, 
I've been posting every day to Instagram and Facebook, just trying to test it and see if it will grow. And it did because I went from like um, 17K, no, around 20K this time last year. And now it's like at 65. So it's definitely grown. I feel like that and my engagement has gone up a lot. So workout, post on Instagram. And also um, I do this without thinking, but I always, I always learn something new every day of whatever whatever I'm doing. I always learn something new. Like I'll, I'll have a break time where I watch YouTube videos. Uh, it might start off with like just catching up with fitness people, but I'll go into like self-development stuff. I got books I've just bought on like marketing and digital marketing, stuff like that. I want to learn more about that. And yeah. The, What's those your favorite are, book? What is your all time most gifted? <laughs> most? Oh, um, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Well, okay, let's 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 narrow I'm down to nonfiction personal. <laughs> Hell yeah, your nerd just thing. showed. Hell yeah, bro, I got it, I got him. A really, a really good book that I was recommended in regards to just business and marketing and and learning things is called um, Dot Com Secrets by Russell Brunson. Oh shoot! Okay. Yeah, he's like the owner of ClickFunnels, and ClickFunnels is a platform where you could create sales funnels and. And kind of just grow your online business from there. It's what I use, what a lot of pe- people use to grow their business. So dot, That's a dot he, com he's secrets. a beast. Russell Brunson is a beast, man. If anyone doesn't know his story, like that dude is the king of digital marketing, and like he's just he's the mm-hmm. ClickFunnels um, strategy is just it's bar none, man. It's crazy. Yes. And he's he's, awesome. he's, a very, he's a humble guy too. Although he says that that's the the character he portrays to people on purpose. <laughs> Uh, he's he's a genius like he's very intelligent that's for sure you're only 22 years old you talked about the kickstarter what uh, mm-hmm. tell me about that what was uh what was the inspiration behind that why why'd you do that yeah so the double dip bars were an idea at first turned to like a virtual virtual concept to now finally reality and it's been in the works for over a year now so um i have a friend a partner of mine who's actually a partner within double dip bars he designed his own workout equipment uh, is called the mega bar pull-up bar and he reached out to me back when i had like fifty thousand subscribers asking for like you know a video promotion of the pull-up bar and i checked it out it's it's like really a good pull-up bar like very sturdy has a lot of features to it and nothing like it so i i did it for him and then over time i started talking to him learning more about his story and this guy he's like very very smart came from nothing um learned product engineering and designing stuff like that and then i told him that's like yo your your story's inspiring i've been you know i want to do that one day i want to create something of mine i just i just have no idea where to start you know because i'm just trying to grow all the stuff and he was like um well you know what is your idea and maybe you know i can help out since i have a little bit of experience of that i was like cool so um Here's what I don't, this is what I use now. I use these parallettes. Um, here's what I don't like about them. And here's what I, I would like for them to have. And then just from that conversation, over time, we started um, talking more about how it could be this, how it could be that. And then him with his uh, creative mind, um, he actually came up with a, a concept of what is now the double dip bars. So it he helped Elias, not it's not just me in this. Yes. Um, and then, and then, Elias? no, his name's OBD. OBD, nice, powerful mm-hmm. name. I, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of in the background. A lot of people don't know like his it, 
because he doesn't have a personal brand. He's like, yeah. he owns a bit, you know. So um, he concepted that the, and I was like, yo, I, I really like that. Like, let's see, let's see how 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 it will work. Let's progress from there. So we we got the CAD done, which is like this digital drawing of a product, which showing the demand, all that stuff, and that that took forever because like dealing with manufacturers and all that stuff and trying to get the nuts and bolts and everything perfect takes a long time. And then um, we decided on a, a color scheme. At first it was going to be like a goldish color, but, or a yellowish color, but everything in the space is like that color. So we went with like a rose gold color. It's something that'll make it stand out unique and a lot of people like it. And then finally um, we got the, the physical, physical version of it, like a, a working prototype of it and that took nearly the whole time i just said that that was over the course of a year wow yeah and then during that time we were planning how we're going to fund this and we he did a kickstarter for his own brand and so what we came together was like yo we're going to do a kickstarter too what like what my audience would feel like it'll be do very very well given the product itself it'll do very very well so um we launched a kickstarter i think like a month ago now and it's, it's done well so far, you know. You, you reached your goal and you surpassed your goal. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I was nervous it wasn't going to reach the goal at first, but hit the goal like in within two weeks or a week and a half, I think. So, so successful. Yeah. Did you push that pretty hard on your on all your social media platforms to make that successful? Uh, yeah, I pushed it um, pretty hard. Um, not just with my own social media, but just everywhere. Like um, anywhere I, I can go to promote it, like running paid, paid ads. Right now we got a Google AdSense campaign running Facebook ads, like um, paid marketing too, more than organic, just to reach its full potential, so. Cool, down that road, I, it's it's a long turnover, pro, like a long process. You said 12, 12 plus months to, from mm-hmm. um, idea to to development to final, the final product. Do you have any other ideas that you're you're gonna do maybe for the future for fitness equipment? Um, so I'm kind of taking it one step at a time. Just that one product itself was, um, very difficult, you know, in a sense. So, um, after this one, um, we'll see and kind of, kind of see how this grows. And then in the future, definitely, um, uh, probably, probably something, uh, something else to it, like a, a spin off. I don't, I don't know yet, but pro- more than likely something else, but it has to be unique. That's the only thing, like. We're in the space of designing unique things and creative things, yeah. not just like a another another push-up panel, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, well, that's cool, mm-hmm. and that's that that uh, follows in line with with your core values. So obviously, that's mm-hmm. uh, that's guiding you and what you want to bring like original stuff to to the mm-hmm. world and actually solve pain points and help exactly. people like gain a good physique. So you're only 22, Austin. What does your vision look like for the future? What are your, you know, what are maybe some goals you'd like to share? You know, anything, business, entrepreneurship, fitness. Yeah. What does that look like? I have a few goals. Uh, first one by 2019, I want to hit 500k subscribers on YouTube and 100,000 on Instagram, which seems like I'm I'm on track to do. Um, those are just my number goals. Uh, business goals. I want to want to take everything I'm doing. Like right now, and and times like ten times times ten, you know, and I got more 
programs launching. I'm, I'm working on a program right now. It's called Beyond Body Weight. It's my weighted calisthenics program because I'm, I'm a, not only body weight, but I'm a big advocate in adding weight to your body weight movements and getting really, really strong in that. So I'm teaching people how to, how to do that. Um, traveling more. I'm doing a workshop in Washington, D.C., my first ever one where I, I teach people this you know, like live. Um, and just kind of grow my reach and make more network connections uh, to other influencers and, and people who are doing what I'm doing on a on a bigger scale. So just like ten times ten everything on a bigger Not, scale. Net, network <laughs> networking is huge, man. If if I would mm-hmm. change one thing in the last decade, is network, bro. Like I I just put my head down and just grinded and and was a solopreneur and uh, I've learned a ton and gained a, a ton of skills. But like my network. If I would have had the right players, joint ventures, right partners, right collaborators, mm-hmm. man, I would definitely be on another level. And that's for fucking sure. That's that's not no hesitation, no hedge here. It's black and white. Like that is key. And so being so young, definitely pursue that. And even if at the beginning it's like you feel like you're giving more, if you consistently keep serving others, bro, you're like I'm a brand advocate for you now. Like whether you realize it or not, I'm just like Austin Dunham. He's a he's a beast. Go check out his parallel bars. Go check out like this. He's an entrepreneur. Now when I come up in conversation with businesses, I'm like, how can I, you know, how can I make an introduction that's going to benefit what you're doing in your future endeavors? Makes sense. Exactly. So like, yeah. That's the, that's just naturally what happens. If you're a human and you're a healthy human mentally, you have good mental health and stuff. You naturally now I just want to reciprocate and mm-hmm. help you in any way. You got that, man. Where where can people find you? YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all the big platforms. Just search Austin Dunham or my handle Geek AMD. But Austin Dunham, everything should pop up too. Should pop up. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I I wish you luck on your 10x Grant Cardone grind, man. You're 22. Yeah, that's right. We'll see where you are in five years with that consistency, that obsession, that progression, that always advancing mentality. And I appreciate you coming on here. I'm no going to extend that challenge one more time, bro. You've got one more chance to try to beat me at a hashtag hold because I, I haven't done this shit in at least a year or two. But if you're up for it, man, we can do it. Like, we, let's just put it on the record. Let's see who can, let's see how long you can hold a handstand. I can record it and send it to you when I'm warmed up and, and everything's good. I promise you, I, I would do it. That's it. Thanks for tuning in. If I brought you any value today, please subscribe for notifications of next week's episode. I would truly appreciate it. Also, don't forget to rate and review the podcast. Connect to our community on social media. We are building a tribe of self-actualized grow-getters. Those that implement the practice of lifelong learning, understanding it will catalyze self-actualization, the ultimate production of the human spirit. Find your baseline and grow every day. Till next time, advancers, make the rest of your day the best of your day.